The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. This is Spike Spiegel, and you're listening to Never Knows Best. See you, Space Cowboy. called never knows best smoothing out your brain across the airwaves wherever podcasts are heard i am your host player one and whew, today guys I, I gotta keep it a buck with you i'm a i'm a day late on the podcast I, i've been slacking on the mac in and producing some quality content and that's all because of burnout and that's actually going to be the topic of today's episode we're going to be calling it breaking burnout but first let's you know do the usuals get caught up get uh the quick news out of the way and of course we got to do all the shameless plugging if you want all the updates on the podcast be sure to head on over to instagram.com slash nkb podcast or use our link tree linktr.ee slash never knows best.fm to do all the cool interweb stuff if you like what you heard be sure to give us five stars on apple podcast spotify or wherever it is you consume your podcast so that way we get those numbers up in the algorithm Whew. man i even had my water and i'm still dry in the mouth man i still got that desert mouth going on but we're gonna keep pushing it we're gonna keep going on pushing through so catching up like i said man i've been pretty burnt out you know even though I've been taking it easy the whole time, you know, staying in the gym, trying to get fit and everything is kind of hard when there's still a mask mandate going on. So when you're trying to active, uh, be be active and do a lot of heavy lifting, even with a mask on, that, that actually just complicates things. And with it being so difficult to execute, you kind of get a, a bit discouraged from going, especially because I've been going a lot early. I've been going at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m trying to you know be the early riser and get all my exercises out of the way but with all the other stuff I have going on in my life then also there is the whole thing with complex news I submitted my resume application video whatever whatever I'm going to talk about that on the podcast I would at least like to see some fall some update from them whether or not they post who they decide to hire um or, or not, or they just hire that person right off the spot, and then you just see them in a new complex uh, video. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna talk about it, you know, just, just to, you know, kind of, you know, talk about it and tell you a bunch of the stuff that I learned while I was uh, going through that whole process because there was a lot there and it was a lot on me mentally, not really emotionally or spiritually, but it was, it was uh, definitely a, a big learning step. But anyways, let's uh, let's go on and get into some quick news. So this whole last week was packed with history. So finally, the Cheeto in chief, the 45, the Donald, the bleach man is finally out of the office. He is no longer the country's president. I refuse to address him as my president. But finally, you know, Skeletor has been dethroned. Uh, Mumra has been sealed back up and Gotham City is just a little bit safer. I don't, I don't know, man, all these nerdy analogies, but it, it is definitely a 
relief to see that he is no longer in charge because with the path that he had set us on these past four years we were definitely headed into ruin now going forward with biden and kamala now officially in the white house um, I, I think pressure still needs to be applied but everybody knows that you know I, I feel like you know we probably shouldn't have gotten too too happy or too comfortable that, that that's usually that's what i perceive on social media but you know social media is kind of it, it, it's whatever people will post memes and everything but it doesn't mean that you know there are more pressing things that need to be taken care of by them it's not just like oh donald's gone and now we're all we're all free everything is safe and it's not like the end of the whiz where uh the the secret service just strips out their uniform and starts doing a dance and song number uh song and dance number can't you feel a brand new day that's, that's not what's gonna happen but uh biden biden's first couple of actions have been quite all right still ain't got the two still ain't got the 2k still don't have the uh the stimmy still don't have my four playstation money PlayStation 5s, because the PS5 is $500. Five stars for corniness, and five stars for PlayStation 5s. But, um, he already reversed the Muslim ban, and then he also reversed the transgender military ban, I believe. So now, um, trans-identifying individuals will be allowed to fight in the army, which I, I personally think that's that, that's awesome. I, I take the Chris Rock stance on it, where you know he, he had a similar joke where he said gays can't fight in the military, and you know at the time when that joke was aired, he used some language that's not really permitted today. But if you uh, if you if you want to get an understanding of my point, go ahead and just head on over and check that clip out. Other than that, it was a birthday for two very very important figures in Black history: Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King Day had passed. figure and an icon even with his flaws and the trials and tribulations that he went through especially um as a civil rights activist you know he, he stood for a lot from his transition into the nation of islam after he changed his name from cassius clay to muhammad ali and his political beliefs on the vietnam war and things like that and just his presence in the ring going against people who were not in his corner well, or an audience rather that was just absolutely against them a white audience at that and since we're talking about Muhammad Ali I guess I can go on and let you know that we're going to be reviewing One Night in Miami that was the recent picture released on Amazon Prime which catalogs uh, the events that took place in the night of February 20th, 25th 1964 where Malcolm X, Jim Brown Muhammad Ali and singer Sam Cooke gathered together after Muhammad Ali's first win against Sonny Liston in Miami, Florida. Last little bit of quick news, rapper, her, he's not even a rapper anymore, Bow Wow. Ugh, y'all, do y'all remember who that is? For anybody who was born after 2005, uh, Bow Wow is basically, he's, he's a, he was a child rapper who grew up to 
rap in his later years, his adult years, and then, you know, he fed, he fell off. He, he's basically what you don't want to be as a celebrity. He's, he's the one who doesn't have too much legacy or longevity, and now he's basically staying afloat through social media relevance and stunts, and more recently, he was performing in a club in Houston, Texas, and I'm pretty sure he was doing that as a way i'm pretty sure the whole post itself was meant to be a bragging point like oh man i, I sold out the club but if you really go back and watch that video it, it was like no one was really hype or even caring about why i was there he was rapping hits from you know like 2004 2005 2006 back when you know he came back after he wasn't just a little bow wow you know he wanted to be more established and more mature in his career but you could probably hear a couple of people going along with it like nah, nah, rapping along with the lyrics but other than that it's really just him on stage and then this packed club full of maskless people shoulder to shoulder let me tell y'all man <laughs> we are approaching almost one year of being in quarantine because y'all want to go out and party you know you know, matter of fact, I, I really want y'all to cut the cap with everybody in the hustle culture and the hustle mentality talking about how, you know, quarantine should bring out the hustler in you. You should be grinding through quarantine and perfecting all your skills and doing all this self-work and maintenance and how everybody should come out of quarantine a millionaire. I'm being I'm exaggerating, but you know what the fuck I mean. Well, with, with all these people who are steady talking about how they're grinding during quarantine, there sure is a lot of motherfuckers in the club. Uh, that look, I'm not trying to point fingers or nothing, but you know, I, I, I'm just saying the the club is awfully packed for people who are you know allegedly out here grinding and out here putting in all this work. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. You know, I'm not trying to do anything like that, but you know, if hey, five stars because you're out here hustling, and five stars because you in the club, and five stars for COVID because COVID definitely ain't gonna go anywhere if y'all don't sit your asses down. And then we also have this vaccine rollout coming through as well. You know, I'm, I'm still very much apprehensive about that, especially because we don't know the side effects of it, we don't know too much about it other than get more than one shot you get the first round and then you know there's a whole method of distribution you have your frontline healthcare workers and everything like that who are there and i actually find it kind of funny that i'm an essential worker but i'm not so essential that i i need to get the first round of vaccines and is it isn't that funny who who hey if if you're listening tapped in right now is anybody else an, an essential was anybody else deemed an essential worker you know how, how was that how was being an essential worker determined because this had to be the most active quarantine lockdown period ever right like you know we, we go into it for probably a couple of weeks last year around mid-february early march my job they had to give us you know full-on documents that say hey our company is authorizing us to work because we're essential workers and everything and then a couple months later here comes the travis scott meal you know apparently the travis scott meal
essential if you if you guys didn't know did you guys get your your travis scott meal with your exclusive travis scott toy because there it was it was limited edition you know so hey if you were essential like travis scott then you know you, i don't i don't know what the fuck, no, five five stars for this my fucking train of thought but yeah that, i think that whole essential workers thing is bullshit we need to actually have a real lockdown and a real rollout of the vaccine before we continue to do anything else otherwise we're gonna be in quarantine all the way through i'd probably say early to mid 2022 because well we're just about coming to the close of january and things are not looking any better if i'm gonna be quite honest with you Um, I'm pretty sure I was going to cover WandaVision this episode, um, but I think I'm going to do it by the twos. As a matter of fact, it turns out that there's only going to be like two, not, nine episodes this uh, this season for that show, which is weird. They're not doing the standard uh, 12 episode rollout like what you would see on Marvel's Netflix programs. It actually uh, looks more like they're going to be doing separate that each show that's a part of this new marvel phase is going to come out in di- with different numbers of episodes so i think like falcon and the winter soldier is supposed to be like six and then there's a, another one that's coming out that i think that's only going to be like four episodes and then loki has i believe eight but as far but for wandavision they have nine and they already opened up with the first two episodes which was a necessary move by disney because if you were just left with the first one you really didn't get too much but then the second one is where things start to pick up and they definitely picked up with this third one but i'm gonna hold off on talking about those too much just because you know we'll do three and four together because they they only give you so much to work with and i'm not gonna say that they're they're filler because they're connected to the main continuity of the mcu but they're they're more like transition pieces filler is just a side story it's like uh not Chekhov's gun but the the antithesis to that basically it is something that has absolutely nothing to do with the story but has the characters from the main story featured in there but it it, it just doesn't add any anything to the story it's just it's what it sounds like it's filler this however is more uh, transition material into what's coming next in the mcu and the main film so you know when the movies actually come out what we'll be seeing uh, or hearing rather are references to this world that's now been built after the events of endgame oh and we're also not getting avengers i i, I uh, saw that as well but i'm not talking about that on the show anyways let's uh jump right into this review one night in miami now if you want a history piece that is a win out of 10 i'm gonna go ahead and spoil my whole rating and review right now i give it a win out of 10 i give it all 10 fingers and all 10 toes it is a stellar movie and everybody came through and like killed the performances and as i explained before the premise of the story is four black icons and civil rights leaders jim brown michael max muhammad ali sam cook all gather in uh, a hotel after Muhammad Ali's victory over Sonny Liston in 1964 to 
celebrate, but instead of a night of partying, what ends up happening is they all really sit down and just, you know, have, have a lot of deep conversation and what makes it so outstanding, what makes it so important is because it's, it's, you, you know how when you normally watch, uh, period pieces or biopics of a sort, they have, you know, the, this, this one night where everything changed and, and history was made. Well, that was this movie. That was this series of events and what made it so outstanding and what made it so special was where each of the figures were in their lives and in their respective fields. So you had Muhammad Ali who was considering joining the Nation of Islam and he was actually going to announce that he was joining with um, Malcolm X because Malcolm X was basically the, uh, the liaison between him and the nation. He, he had reached out and then you also have Sam Cooke who is Mr. Soul. He's coming up and he's a black singer who is like, uh, I believe he's what they call a crossover artist where he's a black singer but he's actually palatable to white audiences but of course he's struggling there and then you have Malcolm X who is is he's Malcolm X man he's one of the most outspoken members of the nation of Islam spreading the teachings of Elijah Muhammad but after he finds out um, about Elijah Muhammad's extramarital affairs um, children out of wedlock things like that he's actually considering leaving and then you have Jim Brown who is actually considering Jim Brown who is actually about to announce that he's retiring from the NFL to pursue a career in acting so you have all of these things going on in their lives and then they all get together and then they're all just going back and forth exchanging their own ideas and philosophies throughout the film um, I, I feel like it, I gotta spoil a little bit I feel like better parts was the exchange between Sam and Malcolm because Malcolm this was toward the end of Malcolm's life because as he was so outspoken and when he was departing from the nation his life was in constant danger it had escalated you know already being a black man and a civil rights leader you were in danger not only from just white people around you but you were also considered a threat by the government, like the feds, the CIA, NSA, whoever. They would, you know, wiretap you, have people following you, things like that. But after, um, after discovering, you know, um, the, the the secrets and everything of Elijah Muhammad, and Malcolm, Malcolm, it, it just went from ten to a hundred for for Malcolm. You know, more people tapping in on his line, more threats. Threats and uh, violence being taken out against his life. Like at one point, they had even rigged his car to explode. And this is actually a fact. They threw a Molotov cocktail at his house. And when you see that picture of him staring out the window, the, the by any means necessary picture, that's, that's not him posing just to look cool. Like he was driven to a point of paranoia where he was constantly being watched and he was constantly on the on on the lookout for dangers around him because his life was in that much danger and in the movie it also showcases that and it also showcases you know Malcolm's own thoughts about his his coming death he just knew 
that his, his time was running out on, on Earth. I, I thought it was just... Man, just watch that movie. Five stars for black excellence. That That's real black excellence right there. I mean, you know, we, we say black excellence just because little Timmy learned how to how to read at a at a tenth grade level by at the age of eight. That that's cool and all, but man, black excellence was, was all throughout that movie, especially if his brother played Muhammad Ali. Um, I think his name is Eli Gore or Gore. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he nails the character a thousand percent. The voice, the walk, the diction. He definitely brought the Louisville lip to life. Um, it, it was just a, a stellar knockout performance. And then also, a lot of the messages that were explored, because it, I can't even call it a message just because these were real things that were being considered at the time. You know, like Malcolm's whole thing with Sam. Malcolm really wanted Sam to use his platform to elevate and uplift black people to shed light on the struggle and things that were going on all while sam was pursuing true economic freedom he was a pioneer in the music industry he was one of the i believe the first or well, not one of the first artists uh, one of the first black artists to own his masters and that's a big thing so like when you see um oh my gosh drama five stars for a drama you see artists and everything who reclaim their masters or they get new deals with studios and everything and they get the rights to their music back the reason that breaks the news is because that's a big deal because what's happening there is they're creating wealth and now in the digital age where music is so available they're not gonna have to work for another day of their lives meanwhile you have cats like bow wow performing in covid clubs in Houston for the Graham and getting called out by the mayor, which we we don't give a fuck about. Wow, we really don't. Five stars we, for fuck about. Wow, whatever. Um, and then uh, I I really cannot say enough about this movie. Let's let's go on and get into the topic of the day. One night I one night in Miami, Amazon Prime, wind out of ten. Check it out for yourselves. All right, now. It is time for the topic of the day. So, like I said earlier, I've been going through a bit of a, a bit of a burnout, man. I got I got a lot on my plate, and that means I gotta trim some fat and I gotta refocus and get recentered as well, especially with doing the podcast, working, education, all that stuff, and then just the things I wanna do for myself. It, it gets tiring and I feel like that's something we never really took the chance to talk about together so here are a couple of ways to get past this thing that we call burnout so first things first is be realistic alright now I know this is this can be hard for us to do you know especially find something new, a new activity, a new book, a new show, whatever, something that we love that really gets our attention and we're just like, okay, I got to make time for it here and then I'm going to do it all the time and then we just add it on to our lives and we say, yeah, this is going to be great, this is going to be really awesome and it just gives us so much more to do and it's, it's not real 
you'll go through your day having done everything and then you get to that new thing by the time you do your day may be done or you just may not have enough time for it so we have to actually be realistic about what we can actually do there's only so much that we can do with our time and speaking of what we're doing with our time we want to make sure that we're also factoring in rest rest is so real and so important when it comes to dealing with burnout Um, and, and especially if you're a procrastinator because sometimes you can end up just kind of filling your day with things to do just to kind of put off that main task or responsibility or thing that you don't want to do that you should be doing that's really going to help you that's really going to you know get you progressing and what it is you want to do and where you need to go and then by the time you do it it's the end of the day and now you just you got to get your rest in and you got to get your sleep in and what it can do is it can throw off your sleep schedule it can mess you up and it'll set you behind further the next day over because whether you know it or like it your body is going to get that rest if you do not give it to yourself if you don't get that rest yourself at at some point or another you know you ever fall asleep sitting up that's because you are burnt out you need to actually factor in real rest and actually get that on a reasonable schedule and so maybe actually cut cut out the rest i know we talked about kobe being a manager of his time and everything where he only slept in four hour periods which scientific fact the the human body is actually only supposed to get four hours at a time instead of eight consecutive hours fun fact uh five stars for intellect but we here in our serious house on serious earth living our regular human lives we got to get our full eight so that means you may need to cut out the late night binging, snacking, whatever it is you're doing, and get to bed earlier. Not even get to bed early, but just make sure you're getting real, reasonable rest. One, uh, another one, is you need to filter out leisure and distraction. Now, if you're not getting rest, you know, not not every day has to be, you know, uh, just straight working grinding hustling doing whatever you know there there can be time for leisure there can be time to give your mind a break to either be creative or just to enjoy something without the pressure of having to be productive or to do this or that or just to have had or to just have an without the pressure of an objective you know you don't have to feel like you're you're fulfilling some you're fulfilling something outside of yourself for yourself if that makes sense you know something so external instead you're getting your own satisfaction by just indulging in something for leisure you know maybe you want to watch uh watch a tv show maybe you want to read a book and then you know lo and behold especially with a tv show you know you see one episode then you got to finish the season well the season ends on a good cliffhanger now you got to watch the next season and before you know it you know your your 2 a.m break turns into 4 30 p.m and that's two and a half hours out of your day gone so you have to know how to moderate your leisure and then not let it become a 
distraction because you value your time. You do want to keep your momentum. Rest is important. Time to time to yourself. Leisure is important, but there can be too much of a good thing. I probably I'd probably say prioritize rest over leisure just because that actually ties into your physical, mental health and everything. So you definitely want to get rest. Leisure that's one thing where it's like you may or may not have time for that depending on what it is you're trying to achieve and what's pressing for you and then last but not least cut categorize this this actually ties into the last one you want to make sure you categorize uh categorize prioritize compartmentalize all the eyes word all the eyes words (laughs) just make sure you have a real routine a real schedule take action on it that a lot of the times that we don't get things done and then we end up procrastinating or whatever is because we don't have any real system or structure or method to doing it we try to take on everything at once and then by the time the day is done nothing gets done so with that we want to make sure that we have something real and if it helps actually write these things down visualize them set a real schedule for your day and before you know it things you're you're gonna see real changes and real improvement and i think this is gonna be a bonus five stars for a bonus um make sure you're setting this this actually ties into being realistic instead of setting a long-term goal and setting it and trying to clear it in one step you need to set smaller goals that are going to lead up to the achievement of that long-term goal. I feel like sometimes we we, uh, we we see that long-term goal and it's like we're looking up the hill and thinking, oh man, this is never going to get done. We're not going to be able to do this. And so we try to, you know, throw a little lasso or something to, or a grappling hook to get us all the way up there. And then we still realize we have the whole climb ahead of us. So we got to take these things lightly have the system you know and and that's how all these things tie together and that's really it for breaking burnout this has been another installment of the never knows best podcast i've been your host play one if you enjoyed the show be sure to hit us up on apple podcast spotify wherever it is you consume your podcast and give us five stars and if you Next episode is finally going to be the one we talk where we talk about complex. It's going to be a complex conversation. How about that? Complex conversations and all the lessons I learned while going through that process. And again, you know, I, I definitely want to extend my gratitude to everyone who helped with the, uh, with the whole application thing and everybody who showed support. I got to get off of here because I too need to go ahead and break my own burnout and get productive with my day. I've been playing one. This is a podcast called Never Knows Best, and we are out of this bitch. Peace. Peace.